Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hi, everyone. I'm CNN correspondent Kristen Holmes, in for David Chalian, and this is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Monday, June 7th, 2021. Democratic Senator Joe Manchin stands his ground in the face of a growingly impatient Democratic Party. We'll discuss that, plus President Trump's return to the spotlight puts democracy under fire. And finally, another weekend of deadly gun violence is highlighting the stalled legislation on Capitol Hill. Yesterday, West Virginia Democratic Senator Joe Manchin came out with an op-ed in the Charleston Gazette Mail, and there were two central conclusions. One, he would not be supporting the For the People Act, which is meant to expand voting rights and access. And two, he would not vote to remove the filibuster. On the voting rights bill, Manchin said, quote, I believe that partisan voting legislation will destroy already weakening binds of our democracy. And for that reason, I will vote against the For the People Act. So Manchin is sticking to his guns when it comes to bipartisanship, which is something he has long touted. But his party would argue that it's not being met with good faith by the leadership on the other side. And many Democrats are frustrated with Manchin and are no longer holding their tongues because as far as they see it, the idea that Republicans and Democrats will see eye to eye on voting rights seems unimaginable given the slew of voting restriction bills pushed by the GOP in recent weeks. Here's Representative Jamal Bowman of New York with a pretty sharp critique of the senator on CNN today. Joe Manchin has become the new Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell, during Obama's presidency, said he would do everything in his power to stop Obama. And now Joe Manchin is doing everything in his power to stop democracy and to stop our work for the people. But this division within a Democratic Party, essentially held hostage by Manchin, extends beyond voting rights. Manchin's commitment to bipartisan legislation means that if Democrats and the Biden administration don't get the deal they want from Republicans on something like infrastructure and are forced to go through reconciliation, Manchin could gum up the entire process. Last Friday, President Biden rejected a new counteroffer made by Republicans on infrastructure, despite a $50 billion increase in spending, telling the GOP's key negotiator that the new offer did not meet his policy goals. So even though President Biden and Republican negotiator Senator Capito are set to meet again today, the larger question looms. At what point will Democrats walk away from failing negotiations and choose to go this path alone? And more critically, will they be able to convince Senator Manchin to join them? Now, here's what else matters today. Democracy is under fire. This weekend in North Carolina, former President Trump gave his first major speech since February, where he continued to lie about the 2020 election, baselessly calling it, quote, the crime of the century and comparing it to a third world election. Now, the former president was speaking with three Republican candidates for Senate, ultimately endorsing one of them, Representative Ted Budd, in the speech, showing that his lies still have a lot of sway within the party. Wyoming Congresswoman Liz Cheney, who was recently unseated as the third-ranking Republican in the House, told our David Axelrod on his podcast, The Axe Files, exactly what she thinks about the president and his role in the Republican Party. What Donald Trump did is the most dangerous thing, the the most egregious violation of uh, an oath of office of any president in our history. And so the idea that a few weeks after he did that, 
the leader of the Republicans in the House would be at Mar-a-Lago, essentially, you know, pleading with him to to somehow, you know, come back into the the fold or whatever it was he was doing. To me, it was uh, was inexcusable. And it may feel like we've been talking about this for months because we have. The continued attacks on democracy have remained widespread since the insurrection. This weekend was just the latest example, but the country seems to be headed for a breaking point. And finally today, another spate of shootings left four people dead and 25 injured this weekend in five mass shootings across the country. New Orleans, Chicago, Salt Lake City, Indianapolis, and Fruitport, Michigan. This epidemic of gun violence in America, however, doesn't seem to have prompted any urgency when it comes to gun control legislation on Capitol Hill. President Biden's call months ago to pass background check legislation hasn't gone anywhere. And this increase in gun crimes is happening as some progressives are calling to reduce or reform police funding. For example, in the New York mayoral race that's heating up, progressive icon Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez has recently endorsed Maya Wiley, a former civil rights attorney and legal analyst. Wiley has campaigned on the need for police reform and calls to transform the NYPD, including shifting money. We'll have to see how that race shakes out and what this means for the larger progressive movement on the issue. That's it for today's political briefing. Thank you so much for listening and please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We wanna learn more about you. Please tell us a bit about yourself by participating in a brief survey at cnn.com slash listeners. There you can also register for our listener panel where you'll be one of the first to hear new projects from CNN Audio. That's cnn.com slash listeners. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.